Welcome to a special edition of MLB Extras. Let's listen in as Royals manager Ned Yost addresses the media from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. They uh, they need to handicap it. Cause all these you're getting all these young managers and you know they're all in their 40s and they're fit and I'm 60. How old am I, Swanee? 64. <laughs> yeah. So I mean they ought to handicap it. You know, it's like playing golf, you know, you can if you got the right handicap, you can beat anybody, but they're just it's not it's not fair. It's tilted in the wrong direction. Billy Hamilton. What does he bring to the here? Speed, athleticism, defensive ability. Uh, uh, he brings a sense of uh, uh, trepidation when he steps on the field as a not only as a defender but as an offensive player too. So. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he plays. You know, I've talked to a lot of people about him. I've talked to a lot of Cincinnati people about him, and uh, they absolutely loved him. But they, you know, we, we've been spoiled for, you know, years with Lorenzo Cain in center field, a tremendous defender in a, in a big ballpark. And, um, you know, having Billy, uh, you know, roaming that ground from gap to gap out there. We've got, you know, a perennial gold glover and Alex Gordon, and we'll have, uh, you know, plenty of great candidates in right field. Uh, you know, with Goodwin, with Solaire, with Bonnie, with Phillips, uh, you, you know, we, we'll have a lot of we'll have a lot of opportunities to, um, you know, kind of mix and match and see uh, see see what fits and what what's beneficial for us as a team. Huge. I mean, you know, the game has evolved now to the shift on everybody, and then the guys are. Uh, you know, rearing back, trying to hit homers. So the result is strikeouts, doubles, or homers. And it's taken away the strategy of the ball game for me because it's virtually, I mean, eliminated the single or has, has decreased the single um, tremendously. So that takes away the bunt, the steal, the hit and run. It takes away a lot of the strategy of the game. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lean back and try to hit it out of the ballpark is not beneficial for us. we got a huge park. So we got we, we like Dayton likes it. I like it. I like the the speed aspect. I like the athletic aspect. I like to play the game. I like to steal. I like to hit and run. I like the, you know, I like the action part of the game. And um, you know, not only does it, uh, if you test defenses, put them on their toes, and uh, you know, puts them on guard. You make a lot of mistakes when you have that type of speed defensively. And. Um, you know, defensively, us as a group with that type of speed, it, it helps our, our pitching, makes us better all the way around. So uh, I'm really pleased with where we're at right now. I like that action-type game. I mean, we just, we just don't have a team that's ever, you know, reared back and just try to, you know, do launch angle and hit home runs. My, I'm sitting. Where are we? We're in Las Vegas. I'm at the poker table. My cards aren't dealt yet. All right. Let them deal my cards. Let me see what I got, and then we'll go from there. I mean, here we go again. You want answers? Where? What? What is it? December 11th. Can we at least wait till like January 30th when we get to Fan Fest? 
So, I mean, let's wait and see. I, I, I like the fact, you know, when I sit back and I look at it, Owings has got speed. He's going to be able to do things. Hunter Dozier is, I mean, really deceiving type speed. I mean, I think Hunter, uh, you know, will be able to steal 15 to 20 bases, you know. And so, um, you know, we're going to have a lot of athleticism and a lot of speed. But, you know, in terms of, of, of looking at the lineup, I mean, you've got Witt, you know, who's a huge on-base percentage guy. Led, you know, baseball in hits last year. Led, uh, you know, in stolen bases. You got Mondi coming into his own this year. Gordy really flourished in the three-hole. Last year we got Soler coming back, who, um, you know, was really starting to take off before he broke his foot. And, you know, we're just going to have, you know, a lot of options. And, you know, we'll sit down when uh, we get to spring training and experiment with the lineup and see what, you know, what, what feels best and not necessarily what works best because it's hard to tell in spring training, but, you know, what feels best and uh, kind of go from there. Well, we just didn't have it last year. You know, really, we had Witt, and then, but Monty was in the minor leagues, and we just didn't have that speed that we had when we had Kane and Dyson and Gore and, you know, those types of, uh, um, you know, little little weapons that we had off our bench. So, you know, we definitely, we definitely have them now, and that's exactly what, you know, we wanted to get back to. You know, at the end of the year when Dayton and I were talking, it's like, you know, we got to find a way to get those athletic speed type players back, you know, in our organization. And Dayton's done a great job of doing it. No, he's going to play all over the place. And again, I mean, like Witt, you know, Witt, Witt plays everywhere. Um, you know, Chris can play third. He can play short on days. Mondi needs a break. He can play second if Witt's playing the outfield. You know, we're going to mix and match a lot, uh, you know, and try to – we've got so much versatility now. There's a lot of things we can do. You know, we got Cuthbert coming back healthy. He can play first. He can play third. Dozier can play first, third in the outfield. Uh, even though we, we didn't see it last year, O'Hearn can play, you know, left field really well, uh, according to the reports that we had in AAA and um, continues to work. Uh, you know, they say that uh, he's been really, really good defensively at first base in, in winter ball, which is, you know, one thing that we sent him off to, to, to focus on. And uh, so, you know, we're going to have a lot of versatility. We're going to be able to move pieces around. And uh, I don't think we're going to, you know, be set, uh, you know, in really one spot with the exception of, uh, you know, Gordian left, Hamilton and Mondi at short. And Witt's going to move. and. You know, we'll switch and uh, kind of platoon and mix and match guys at first. And, of course, Salvi behind the plate. What's going to play wherever? Most days he'll probably play second, yeah. 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 But to have the ability to move with all over the place is great, just like Chris. We can move him wherever we want to move him and feel good about it, you know, not – I feel every bit as good at putting Witt in center, putting Witt in right, putting Witt at first. Uh, as I do at second base. Again, my cards haven't been dealt. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And, uh, you know, I've sat back and really tried to analyze, uh, you, you know, what, what we saw in the playoffs. You know, it was like, 
you know, we'd use a closer in the fifth inning one day, then we'd pitch him in the eighth and the ninth and next, and back in the sixth the next day. And, you know, just really sat, but I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to, you know, figure all that out. You know, what, what were they doing? What were they trying to do? What were they trying to accomplish? And, uh, um, again, yeah, Willie, you know, Willie's going to have the opportunity to close out games, but, you know, we, I think we'll just wait and see what we got and kind of mix and match and go from there. He's going to, I'm going to tell you one, are you from Baltimore? He's going to make a tremendous major league manager. If, uh, you know, hopefully it's for you guys. Um, but if not, he's going to make a phenomenal major league manager. He, uh, I think one of his, um, he's got many attributes and many positives. Um, bilingual is one of them. Um, two, he's a phenomenal communicator. He has been, he's worked all aspects of the game from scout to, uh, um, player development, farm director. He is my quality control coach, which means I told Pedro, look, whatever you want to set up for the next day for us to work on, set it up. I mean, if you see something that we're lacking, set it up. And he, it, you know, the reason we struggled early was because we had young players. The reason, and I firmly believe this, that we played so well in September and our last six weeks was mainly because Pedro set up programs for our guys to work every single day. And we had extra defensive work, extra base running, extra bunning, extra outfield work, and Pedro had it set up perfectly, had the players out there every single day that needed the work. And all of a sudden, you know, the last six weeks of the season, here we go, Hunter Dozier takes off, Monty takes off. You know, these guys, and it, it you know, I just think it was from Pedro's uh, you know, ability to continue to keep these guys with energy working hard early. He's a tremendous communicator. He, uh, he, him and Salvi have a tremendous relationship, um, and, and he can communicate one-on-one. -on -one. With, with the Latin players, If a lot of times if we have issues, I'll talk to Pedro about it, and he handles it. And he does it in a way where he can chew your rear end out and then the players respect him strongly from that. He's never, ever had a situation where he's needed to confront a player and not gotten positive results from it as long as I've been manager. He is my assistant hitting coach. Uh, he works with Terry Bradshaw. So he is the guy that has probably more jobs on my staff than anybody. You know, Dale's my bench coach, and we work together on and on game stuff and game numbers. Pedro's into everything and does a phenomenal job. But uh, I just think one day he's going to be a phenomenal major league manager, as I think that Dale Swain would be, and so would Vance Wilson. The commissioner has talked about the idea of eliminating shifts. Eliminate him. Do it now. Where is he? You got my vote. I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like the shift. I just think that they uh, – you know, for me, if they would, if they would, um, you know, just say, okay, two players have to be. I, I really like the idea. Two players on each side of the field. You got to keep one foot in the dirt. I think that the shift is. We talked about it a little bit earlier. For me, the shift has eliminated the single. You know, you would think that players would try to make an adjustment. I've seen one player that has really, really focused on trying to make an adjustment, and that's Mike Mustakas, and he did. You know, Moose just kept making out after out, pull hitter out after out. And, 
He said, that's it. I, I got I to gotta do something different. And he started driving the ball the opposite way. But uh, the majority of the hitter, and I'd say 90, 90 to 95 percent, just say the heck with it. I'm going to lean back and try to hit a homer and try to hit a double. And, you know, uh, our number for singles as a, as a, as a baseball, uh, um, you know, league last year dropped way down. And you just lose strategy with that. You lose the ability to steal bases. You lose the ability to, you know, hit and run or bunt if you want to. And a lot of people don't like the bunts. I frankly, I, I, I like bunts. I like that different kind of game. And I just think that uh, that shift just it makes the game much, much more boring, in my opinion. Uh, a little bit. It's a it's a you know, I, I, look, when I was a player. I was a dead pull hitter like Mike was, right? And at the end of my career, I tried to learn how to hit the ball the other way. I couldn't do it. So, you know, for somebody to sit here and think, okay, they're just not doing it, that's not true. Some players just have a hard time, and I was one of them. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So a lot of players just say, you know what, the heck with it. I'm going to try to get a pitch and drive it. And so... And so you wouldn't even let the second baseman play 15 feet out in the outfield draft? I know. I think I have one foot on the dirt and... Leave it at that. I mean, that if I had my druthers, I would say two guys on each side of the field, like I said, everybody's got to have one step on the grass and you get another haircut. Yeah, do, you think, do you see the division opening up maybe with, with Cleveland make, making some moves? You know, we look at, uh, of course, you know, this time of year you're looking at a lot of numbers. And, you know, surprisingly enough, you think, and I, and I don't tr- – you know, fully trust these numbers. But, you know, our people got Cleveland winning 97 games. So, you know, even though they've made some changes, they, you know, the, the analytics people still hold them in very high regard. Uh, you know, I think that um, Chicago's getting better. I think that Minnesota's made really big strides this winter in terms of getting better. And I think we're going to be better. So I think it's going to be an interesting division. I don't think... Uh, you know, it's going to be the, quite the powerhouse of the American League uh, like it was a couple of years ago. But I think it's, it's going to continue to, uh, you know, trend, trend forward and continue to get better. We need to continue to, to focus on trying to find bullpen pieces. You know, I think I'm, I'm really, when I sit down and I, I talk to Dayton about our team, I'm really pleased with, uh, you know, where we at uh, defensively with our group and with our position players. Um, and you know, I think we, if we can continue to, you know, stay focused on trying to upgrade the pen a little bit, even though I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have some really nice candidates to come in and, and uh, you, you know, pitch in the big leagues this year. Uh, just continue to stay focused on that. We'll always do that. I mean, we always bring guys in and, um, you know, try them as starters, and then they filter themselves out and and could end up, uh, you know, in the pen. They very well could, yeah. We'll take the best arms. It's been a great offseason for me, yeah. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. And um, it's been really busy. You know, we moved into the new house last year right at the end of the winter, and we've been there all year this year. And uh, I, I told Deb the other day, I, I don't think we've had 
two days at the house by ourselves. You, you know, we've we've had a lot of family there. Grandkids are there all the time. There's a lot of hustle and bustle, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It really has. It's been a lot of fun. I've thoroughly, and I don't know why, but I've really, really enjoyed this 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 winter up to this point. And, and again, I, I I'm really I feel good about our team. You know, I feel good about the progress that we made as an organization last year with the work that the, the kids put in and, and, the, and the, uh, the progress that they made. And I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to start it up and, uh, you know, pick up where we left off last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, generally what we do when we get home and, uh, you know, the first of September, it's so hot, the deer seasons, but it's still 95 degrees. So we do a lot of work then, you know, a lot of uh, cutting hay, a lot of, you know, checking out the deer stands and making sure that they're ready, uh, planting food plots. And we don't really hunt a whole lot, the, you know, the, during the, the month of September and uh, and get into, I mean, into uh, October and then start in November is when we really start. It starts to cool off a little bit, and the rut hits. And uh, you know, nowadays, you know, here we we're hunting just about every day, so and having a good time with it, and been quite successful, I may add. Well, I've just always had a tremendous amount of respect for him, and, and it doesn't. And and I think he, the the uh, 2014 World Series was nice, but it, it that doesn't even count into it. You know what, what he's been able to accomplish, and uh, you know the example that he's set. I think for all managers uh, has been uh, really really neat. And uh, you know I hope that that's not the case. Uh, you know that it's going to be his last year, unless he absolutely absolutely wants it to. But uh, you know, I've just always looked up to him and always admired him and just uh, always thought, uh, you know, that uh, that is, you look at certain guys like Boach and, quite frankly, Mike Sosha and Showalter and, uh, you know, those those guys are always kind of, in my mind, you know, a little bit ahead of all the rest of us. And, uh, you know, I've always, I've always admired him. For me? Mm -mm, not really. No, I mean, I'm still, again, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, being able to do the, to, to do my job, it takes uh, a lot of energy and a lot of passion uh, and a lot of commitment. And, you know, I still have all that. I'm, I'm still very enthused. I still have a lot of energy. Um, you know, I'm still very excited to go to spring training and watch these young players continue to develop. And, uh, you know, as long as I have that, um, you know, we're, we're going to be all right. But, you know, but it's going to get to a point sooner or later where, you know, it's, it'll be time to turn it over to somebody else. And, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll just go kind of year by year and just determine when that's going to be, when we're all comfortable with it. But you can see a scenario where you're managing next year? I can, yeah. But, but again, I, I definitely can see that scenario, yeah. But, you know, again, we'll just we'll get down the road and see what happens. We'll just, you know, just see. You know, but these are going to be conversations between me and Dayton. You know, what's my comfort level? What's his comfort level? Do we need, you know, as long as your players continue to still, um, 
you know, respond to your message, you're, you're in good shape, you know? And, um, you know, the minute they stop responding to your message, it's time to change the messenger. But, uh, you know, our guys, are they continue to work hard. They continue to respect the game. They continue to play hard. And uh, they respond to the message. So um, those are all good things. Well, I wouldn't call I, I wouldn't call it empathy more than I would just call it. Um, I, I wouldn't even know what you call it. But you know, it's always been our, our organization has always done a great job of caring for our players and understanding each or trying to understand each individual player, knowing that everybody's different. Everybody comes from a different background. Everybody comes from different experiences. You know, some of our players grew up without a floor. They've got dirt floors in a shack over there. You got to understand that. You got to understand how hard it was for them to get here. And you can't cookie cut personalities. And, you know, I think that that's what our coaches do so well and what Dayton does so well, what our player development people do so well. We care about our players. You know, we, we want them to do good. We want to work hard for them and have them have success. And then, you know, what makes us so proud is not, you know, what we accomplish as an organization, but, you know, that these guys are being successful and they are getting uh, an opportunity to be successful and they're taking advantage of it. And, you know, I think uh, I learned that lesson from Bobby Cox. If a player feels like you're in his corner and he feels like you're invested in his life, he's going to run through a wall for you. And um, I found that to be true. Pedro Gafal. Yeah. It's a good thing he answered asked that, Sam. Because I'd say, Sam, I've already answered that question about 10 minutes ago. That's all right. I just, I think that um, he has worn, he, he continues to wear many hats for us. He's our assistant hitting coach. He's our quality control coach. Uh, you know, he's our catching. He, he's, he's Him and Salvi have a phenomenal relationship. Um, he's very close with our Latin players. He's bilingual. I just think he's, he's a, I was really, really pleased when I heard that he was getting the opportunity to interview. Um, I think he's going to be a phenomenal major league manager, not only a minority candidate, which, you know, there are very few of, you know, I think Alex showed everybody that, uh, you know, um, Latin, Latin managers can do a really, really good job. And I think Pedro is going to do a phenomenal job if he gets the opportunity. But he, 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 so, he has more responsibilities than anybody in my staff. He's in a cage working with Terry. He's been our hitting coach, and now he's the assistant hitting coach. He is uh, – what he's done so well is he's taken players like Mondesi and he's taken uh, uh, Soler and all of our young Latin players and showed them how to, to do their homework on the computer every day. He has meetings with Mondi, with Soler. They sit down and they go over the opposing pitcher, show them, you know, their tendencies, the probabilities, the percentages. And these kids have really taken into that, and it's all from – Pedro's tutelage. His ability to communicate has been fantastic. I mean, he can communicate uh, 
you, you know, not only with Latin players, but all of our players trust him uh, and and have the ability to uh, communicate with him. He's not afraid of conf confrontation and not in a bad way. If he addresses you, it's always with a good way. And both, I've always been amazed because a lot of times I have yet to master that technique. You know, if 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 I get upset and and, and I have to and I have to really get on a player, a player will walk away with his feelings hurt. And, and it takes, you know, it takes a week or so for them to get over it. And I mean, there's been times where I've had to call guys and say, look, I'm sorry, I was a little too hard on you. But Pedro d does it in a way where he really chews them out. But when they walk away, they walk away full of respect and understanding that he's doing it for their best interest and they appreciate it. So I just think he's a phenomenal candidate. I mean, I really do. And I, um, you know, I can't think, and honestly, you think I'm sitting there trying to build them up, but I can't think of one negative. I can't think of a negative for him that, uh, you know, I could say, well, maybe he needs to do this a little better in terms of if he would be a major league manager. I can't think of one. I just think he'd be a phenomenal candidate and, uh, you know, do really, really well for you guys. It is a talent. It's a talent that I haven't mastered. And that's why I rely now, unless it's a real serious issue, I let my coaches handle it. I come in, I'll bring Pedro in and say, look, can you handle this for me? And you got it. And he'll, and he'll do it. Or Rusty Coons, can you handle this? Or Jersh or Dale Swain. Uh, unless it's really something, you know, egregious, I'll, I'll snatch him in my office and shut the door. But most of the time, the coaches handle that stuff for me and uh, can do it in a much more positive fashion than I can. We're getting closer. You know, we are. I think uh, it, it's hard. I think last year we were a pair of fives here being in Las Vegas. I think this year we're, I think we're three jacks. You know, I think we're getting better. I mean, with the straights and full houses, they're going to still beat us, you know, but we're getting better. We're in Vegas, baby. Last six weeks, I think, I think our, our starting pitchers, our young starting pitchers really started turning the corner. Um, you know, our bullpen guys started doing better. Our young offensive players started really, you know, uh, O'Hearn and Dozier and those guys really started, uh, uh, you know, kind of really gaining confidence and feeling like they belonged in the big leagues. And, I mean, it showed. It showed. They, they, they just played uh, really, really good baseball. And it just really, uh, you know, made me uh, really excited about, you know, coming coming into spring training, what they're going to be able to, if they continue to progress like they did at the end of last year, we're going to be okay. Oh, you're very welcome. No, I just told Dayton that yesterday. It just comes into my head. You know, I'm brilliant like that.